You are listening to Money, Lies, and Family Ties, a multi-pronged approach to injustice in Ontario family law and mediation. My name is Karen Turkington. Chapter 9, 2006. Off to court we go. We had one court appearance during which the presiding judge expressed interest in knowing more about ex-partner's finances. She wanted full financial disclosure. I felt hopeful. Ex-partner remained silent in response to the judge's question about finances. Then he redirected the judge by claiming I was denying him access to the children. The judge looked to me for a response, and I told her that ex-partner could see the children as often as he liked, but he hadn't asked, which was true. Then, for some reason, during this brief court appearance, my lawyer had a childish tantrum and stormed out of the courtroom, leaving me facing the judge alone, with ex-partner and his lawyer as observers. I didn't know whether to follow him out of the courtroom or stay and sit down, so I just stood there feeling embarrassed and worried that, regardless of which choice I made, I didn't want to do anything that might be considered disrespectful to the court. The judge then called for a break. When I next spoke to my lawyer later that week, he told me that we were going to mediate instead of going to trial. Considering the encouraging request from the judge regarding full financial disclosure, why would we change course now? Where had this come from? My lawyer had never asked or consulted me about whether I wanted to mediate, but said that ex-partner's lawyer had recommended mediation, and he agreed with her. But... I thought she didn't endorse mediation as ex-partner had told me in 2001 when I first suggested it. My lawyer then told me that ex-partner's lawyer had already selected a mediator. I expressed concern to him about the appropriateness of mediation in my case, considering the recently uncovered financial history exposing years of deceit and misrepresentation regarding ex-partner's income and his failure to provide updated yearly income information as required by law. As well, I had felt optimistic in the courtroom, based on the judge's requirement for full financial disclosure. My lawyer said that if I refused mediation, I would look bad in the eyes of the court. Well, of course I didn't want to look bad in the eyes of the court. He assured me that an offer to mediate meant there would be an offer to settle, and added that mediation would be cheaper than going to trial. Confusion and fear ripped through my gut as my body silently screamed, No! While my lifetime of training to please in the face of authority led me down the perilous path of mediation. Questioning my own doubts, I felt I had no choice but to follow my lawyer's directive. He knew the law and I didn't. I was already on the hook to him for many thousands of dollars after only a few meetings, so I was locked in. He would occasionally bellow at me, Pay your bill! But I needed a financial settlement to be able to pay him. I remained skeptical about mediation. My lawyer didn't know who I was up against. I didn't know who I was up against, what they were capable of, or what was going to happen next. I hoped that maybe ex-partner had seen the error of his ways, and things were going to be different now that he'd been caught in his deception. 